This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. Hello, this is Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Now, every week, the foreign news desk here at Roof produces a radio programme and a podcast about foreign affairs and world events. The programme is called Heimskvither, and it's broadcast on Raus Et on Saturday afternoons here on Roof English Radio. Of course, we strive to bring you not just Iceland, but Roof to all parts of the world in English. And many of the interviews originally recorded for Heimskvither happen in English. And from time to time, as you know, you'll have the chance to hear some of those interviews in full in English. And today is one of those days. Last year on Danish national radio, it was revealed that Greenlandic women publicly told their story of how the contraceptive IUD device had been placed in them, in their bodies, without their consent or their knowledge, and the women did not find this out until later in life when they went to a gynaecologist. The Human Rights Council of Greenland is chaired by Kiviok Lufström, And it says that the accounts have been, to say the least, very surprising. There has not been much discussion about these issues in Greenland. However, there were women of a certain age who asked around on Facebook if anyone had experienced the same thing, and this is how women in this position in Greenland had found each other and found out that there were many of them. The Human Rights Council in Greenland, when they found out more about the case, contacted the women so that these stories could be acted upon. Greenland, as you may well know, is part of the Kingdom of Denmark. It does, however, have extensive autonomy, but that doesn't cover foreign affairs and security. Health issues in Greenland were the responsibility of the Danish government until 1992. My colleague here at Roof from the Heimskvither show Dagny Hulda Erlensdottir has spoken to Kivio Klövström, the chair of the Human Rights Council of Greenland. Here in Iceland, we heard about it uh, last year in May, I think, for the first time. What about people in Greenland? Is this something that especially women have been talking about for years? Or was it a surprise also for you? For me, it was a huge surprise because this was not something that was talked about. Uh, but what I can say that on Facebook, women from a specific demographic would write, is anyone else experiencing this or has anyone else experienced this? And then finding each other and then figuring out there's a whole lot of them, not only a few. And that it, this was done in a very systematic manner. And uh, they were interviewed by a Danish podcaster and w- where they created a podcast about the situation. Um, and then when we heard about it from the Human Rights Council, of course, we reached out and tried to, to do something about it because these are obviously human rights violations that we need to look into. And even more uh, horrifically, we need to look into whether or not it can be considered genocide. And if not, why? So these are very, very heavy allegations that that's why it, it was important to have uh, researchers and, and others look into this situation uh, so that it wasn't the government itself or the Danish government, the state uh, of Denmark that looked into it because uh, there would be a bias. So we needed an unbiased investigation of what had been going on from what appeared to be 1960 to now. And then the history between Denmark and Greenland is such that in 1992, 
Greenland completely took over the area of help. And that's why the Danish state has decided that they want to only investigate the time from 1960 to 1991. And, uh, and so we from the Human Rights Council and the Human Rights Institute of Denmark have recommended that of course all human rights violations should be investigated also after 1991 and to present day. So that is something that uh, the Greenlandic government is looking into at the moment and I'm happy that they are because this is an important issue that we still hear uh, more women uh, coming and the horrific part of this knowledge that we gained is that while the preliminary investigations took place we suddenly would hear stories of children as young as 11 years old being held down by adults and forcefully uh, inserted IUDs. So we completely understand Naya Lubert, who's the spokesperson for the group of women, one of the spokespersons, when she said that she, she means that the state of Denmark took her virginity. That is a very strong statement and we can only echo it because we can see so many others have also felt this violation of their body. We can also see statistically that the rise of Inuit living in Galat-Lignunad fell drastically from the period they started to not only add IUDs but use other prevention methods. Uh, something as um, horrifying as animal devices, things that were made to be used on horses or on dogs were used on little girls against their will and against their uh, parents' will. And it's such a scaring story, a scarring story for us as a collective people as well. Our rights as a collective people has been violated as well. So we're not only looking at the individual rights of children, of parents and of women, but we are also looking at the collective rights of the indigenous peoples of Greenland that have been violated by the state of Denmark. And so it has been of utmost importance for us that this should be mapped and that the information that is gained from this be used in a manner that is respectful uh, and healing for the people who have been impacted by this. The IUT scandal is the one that is on the news now. Are there any other human rights violations that you are looking into? Us as a human rights council can only counsel and we cannot take individual cases. But what I can say is that this is only the tip of the iceberg. You will hear more about not only historic but also current violations where people are finally finding the courage to stand up and tell their story. Maybe also because they finally realize what their rights are. Until a few years ago, the Human Rights Council of Greenland hadn't really promoted or told anyone in Greenland about their rights. So there was a huge uh, discussion about children's rights. Children and parents are very much aware of the rights of children, but there had been very little dialogue in our society about our rights as 
human beings, as adults and as indigenous peoples. And now that that dialogue is starting and that people are uh, learning about it, they of course also seem to realize, hold up, that's my right and that's not being upheld, I'm, that's being violated. So my feeling of this not being right was not just a feeling, it was actually a right that was being violated. So a lot of people are standing up and we can see examples of what uh, the Danish state called the legally fatherless. Um, they are suing the state of Denmark. We have a few of the women that uh, have been violated by the state uh, with an IUD who are also suing the state about that. So more and more people standing up for their rights during the legal system as well. So that is wonderful to see that we live in a democracy where people can do that and where we're able to, to stand up against a state. So that is uh, remarkable. In the discussion about the human rights violations, are there any forces that are saying you know, this was just in the past, let's not be looking into this. Yeah, there were some Danish politicians saying that, and also some Danish doctors. And they, of course, had their own interest in this manner. And um, we respectfully disagree with them. Kivyok Lövström, who is the chair of the Human Rights Council of Greenland in conversation with my colleague Dagny Hulder Ellensdottir. And Heimskvider is a programme in Icelandic broadcast every Saturday on Rauset from Roof. This is Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company today. Get in touch with us anytime. We are English at ruv.is. There is more from Roof English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Roof English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof.